time for a new episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Allen Iverson is always going to be my all-time point guard. The real AI? Practice. We're talking about practice, not the game. His contributions to professional baseball cannot be denied. Uh, you sure about that? Then why is he not in Cooperstown? Come on, puss. Nope, Hattie old girl, he takes a backseat to Joe Montana. Two years now we've been doing this bullshit. Yeah, I can't believe podcast hasn't thrown us off the air. Marvin Harrison or Reggie Wayne? <sighs> Reggie Wayne. <laughs> Hot take. Taylor vs. Serrano, 2022 Fight of the Year, baby. Two women sold out Madison Square Garden. Incredible. You're the biggest homer ever. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. You leave my Dodgers, Steelers, and my Penguins out of this. We did a lot of hockey talk last year. I enjoyed that. Well, it's a great sport. Kill a guy with skates. What's better? It's true. All right. One-on-one, full contact, both in their prime, LeBron versus Jordan. Come on, Hattie, old girl. You really think that deserves an answer? Okay. Fine. We'll take it. Coming soon on Steel Toes and Scoreboards, a top 25 QB episode. Beto. Nope. Not after that point guard cluster episode. <laughs> oh, man. Tyson Fury versus Mike Tyson in their prime. I'm pretty sure somebody named Tyson would win. <laughs> <laughs> this Live Golf versus PGA Tour feud has been an incredible news story this year. It's a pissing contest, but it has been funny. That Waco episode did killer numbers on our downloads. See, good thing we cover more than just sports. Have I worked a pro wrestling reference in yet tonight? And here we go, folks. Once again, he gets going. Well, you know. <laughs> I like wrestling. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Peyton, Brady, Breeze, and soon-to-be Rogers all retired. Who's the next crop to stand up and take their place? We've got to start talking more to college hoops. Oh, I'm waiting on you to pull the trigger. Commissioner Kirk Kelly in the house, everybody. I'm here to save the MLB. Anything to say to your fans? Peace, love, and Ozzy Osbourne. Hot take right here. He's the greatest second baseman to ever play the game. You're kidding me, right? You can't be serious. All right, Puss. You ready to get into it? Sure bet. Hey, old girl, let's piss some people off. (laughs) And as he said, we sure do. (laughs) Guys, a very new episode happening right now. Another episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. Yeah, delayed. <laughs> Delay of game. Yeah. Uh, fun story. We won't give too many details away. We actually tried to do this episode uh, yeah, two, weeks two weeks ago, ago. tonight. Yeah. And an act of God <laughs> said, nope. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. hey, word of the night. Leave it to the professionals. Yes. That was the famous, famous last, last words. Word. <laughs> Inside joke, that's all we're going to say. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, and the lights went out in Alfordsville. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. We ain't got to worry about that now. No, no. One one less tree around your house now. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) So, so, (laughs) so, um, we got a tree tonight. Yeah. Uh, timestamp for posterity, uh, Saturday night, May 6th. 2023 about 8:30 at night we just got our belly full yeah 
uh, as we'd like to do here. Kurt's, oh, yeah. Kurt and I are both fat fucks. Uh, pizza Junction. Pizza Junction. Damn no, good pizza. Damn good I pizza. picked the first pizza up and I lost all my toppings. That, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's 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 a good pizza right there. Yes. Uh, but our first, uh, we're going to do our first official college basketball episode tonight. Yes. Even though, like, overdue, the, like the typical mean. idiots we are, we don't uh, do it, seem to do anything in season hardly. Right, right. Uh, this would have been great to do back in March. Right. Uh, but, but we're also time to allow for it. We're also going to do our first ever watch along. Yeah. So, what we mean by that is uh, for anybody that wants to watch along, because obviously we're not live. Right. Uh, you're listening in the car, but anybody that's listening at home at their desk or whatever and wants to watch, we are going to watch the entire game, which you can find on YouTube. Yeah. And we are going to let the audio run at a lower volume. You'll yeah. still hear it because we have stuff we're going to put in during that. But we're going to do a watch long of uh, one of the greatest hey. moments in sports history and probably one of the greatest moment. It, it's top five, if not top three, greatest moment of all time in uh, March Madness history. Oh, yeah. have to be. Uh, 1985, Kurt. David Goliath. David versus Goliath. Georgetown versus Villanova, both from the Big East. East yeah. uh, the powerful cannot be stopped, Ahoyas. or so they said, Georgetown Hoyas, with my homie. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. Reggie Williams. Reggie Williams. David Wingate. And, yes, and who are they facing? Uh, Raleigh Massimino and his troops, uh, Eddie Pinckney, the McLean boys, not out of, related. Out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, yep. Villanova University. Gary McLean, Dwayne McLean, and Ed Pinckney. Uh, real quick, because you've mentioned this on, on numerous episodes, uh, tell everybody about the Sports Illustrated article that come out years after this game. The uh, uh, Supposedly, uh, their point guard, Gary McLean, come out and confessed the whole team was high on cocaine. That's during the game. During the game, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> so, but not the first athlete to come forward and admit that. Keith Hernandez. Do you do you want to do your Daryl Strawberry thing real no, fast? Come on, come no, on. I can't do it. Do it for the listeners. Uh, They've missed you. I don't know. I can't do it. Uh, I might slip it in. He might slip it in later. For those that have no idea what I'm talking about. Kurt does a very accurate play-by-play of uh, Daryl Strawberry at the plate. Here's a 2-1 to Strawberry. It's a base hit in the right field. And it, what, what is he snorting his way to first? He's not stopping there. He is snorting his way to second, folks. Is he going to get to third? Uh, no. No? Better not. No. <laughs> I mean. Why, why, do you, why do you people listen to our show? <laughs> well, that is a good question. But, uh, speaking of the show. Uh, because we always stay true to the, the, the listeners that we have, which we're very thankful for support. Uh, yeah. We had a crash back down to reality yeah. uh, with our downloads last month. Yeah, well, no, And I think that's good. It humbled us a little bit. Yeah. We, uh, well, you got to get content out there, That's too. right. June of last year, we had our worst month we ever had, where we had 34 downloads for the month of June 2022. And then we, I showed Kurt the, uh, the graph. Yeah. And then we would start hitting numbers in the hundreds of downloads a month. And then we bottomed back out last month with 61, which is still yeah. a lot. Yeah. I think we had like 300. We had 328 in the month of October. Of course, 
uh, the month of October, we put out more. We put out nine episodes yeah. in the month of October. Plus a little help from our friends there uh, in Richmond. Richmond, we had did the show with them uh, the month before. Yeah. Shout out after two beers, by the yeah. way. Uh, great podcast. Um, we, I told Kurt tonight, I'm going to be reaching out to them guys soon. They wanted us to. They wanted to get together every three months and. Yeah. You know, Christmas time and the first of the year happens, so we nice. missed that quarter. So we're in the second quarter where we should be getting with them. And uh, I'm ready to make a trip back to yeah, Richmond. Well, I don't know if everything's cleared up <laughs> well, now. Right? Yeah. So for for those of you that uh, don't know or, you know, but I'll, I'll tell you anyways, uh, Richmond, Indiana made national news last yeah. month. They had, a, they had a tremendous industrial structure yeah. fire. And the city was like black for a couple of days. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, this this was only a few blocks from where Kurt and I were recording in the right. East Street Studios with after two right. beers. Uh, so tragic, tragic. Just a huge fire. The pictures it made national headlines. I'm sure some of you seen it, you know, in your Google bar yeah, and I everything. Think they had to evacuate. Yep, Richmond was burning. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, Kurt's little antique car, when we come across the bridge in Richmond, it was fine. Was it fine? Yeah, it's fine. That's pretty cool. I wonder how I got up there. <laughs> we, we're getting up there. You know, we just had a three-and-a-half-hour drive, three-hour and 45-minute drive. Curse, of course, I had to stop every 30 minutes to piss. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt can hold his bladder. I can't. But uh, we stopped. Kurt's like, stop, stop. We're stopped. There's no cars behind us. We're stopping on this bridge going into downtown. He goes, look at that. And we sit there and look at this antique Model T car. I wonder how they got that up there. It's way up off the ground, folks. It is up there quite a ways. It's like, what the heck? How did he do that? <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. So, uh, Richmond, and I can feel, you can feel historic. It's very, it, it does. You it's got a very, it, you know what I mean? It's got a very old timey feel. Yeah, rich uh, in history. Rich in history. That's what uh, uh, Dutch yeah. Dalton was talking about. Yeah. Oh, you could feel it. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be reaching out to them. And uh, hopefully doing something soon. And uh, that little studio, man, that's a shame. You know what? You know what got me about that building? I wonder if it hurt the it hurt the studio owner. I don't uh-uh. think it didn't. You that's know a what? Nice you, little studio. You know what I like about that building? You know I'm a Freemason, right? And I have my other podcast is the Masonry Podcast. Yeah. That building where you're in is an Odd Fellows building, which is well, like a cousin man, to Freemason. The whole time we was there, I want it been cool to be able to root around a little bit. Did around. you see me just kind of every time we would take a recording break, I was just kind of yeah. browsing the building. Yeah. It was an old, uh, uh, old oil order of the Odd Fellows. Yeah. Old building. 17, 1800s old yeah. building. I, I mean, I, I would like poked around there a little bit. Just uh, see what all was there. Pretty cool. I'm a big history buff. Me too. I mean, I'm a nerd. I watch history documentaries and shit. Me too. I like it. All right, so how how this is going to go with this being our first watch along? Obviously, those of you listening in the car right now, you're not going to be watching along. But for those of you sitting at your desk that actually do want to watch along and see me and Kurt's um, interesting and idiotic takes, uh, you will literally pull it up on YouTube. The there's no introductions, nothing. It's it literally starts right there at tip off. So basically, what'll happen is uh, I'll cue up my phone here in a minute, and when I say hit play, you guys hit play and follow along. And of course, uh, Kurt and I'll probably take a to borrow an after two beers phrase. We'll probably take a pause for the cause, because right. uh, there's a new scoreboard out here at the Kelly Sports <laughs> Complex in Alfordsville, Indiana. And yeah, I gotta go out there and uh, 
I don't know. It's kind of wet now, and I'm in yeah. Crocs. Might be a little muddy. Yeah, it'll be a little yeah. slippery. Yeah, Kurt's in pajama pants for everybody. Just curious uh, well, that, that you don't see that very often. I'm always in pajama pants. <laughs> so, but, home. but but before we we get into this, we're going to talk a little bit about kind of how we got here and some interesting stuff, and then we'll we'll hit play. We won't spend too much time right. on it. Um, Just let, to give the listeners a little. Bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Feel for it. For oh, me. my phone's being. I mean, uh, 1985. I'd have been 14 years old. Well, stand by. Let me. Uh, <laughs> yep. I love when Kurt does. Stand by. Please stand. Please stand by. Uh, give me just a second here. My phone's being. Uh, what? What's the word? Butthole. Butthole. <laughs> yeah. There we go, Hattie old girl. Now we're coming back. All right, so the dead zone. The dead zone. Uh, phones every night known to go dead out here. You know why? I do not know why. The Wolfman. Could be. Gammon. I'll give you the Wolfman, but the fact that birds are spies of the government's not real. Uh, oh god, here we go. Well, <laughs> you know. All right, so 1985. For those of you that uh, like to do the brackets. Back when birds were real. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiots. (laughs) So for those of you that that like to do the March Madness brackets, um, particularly those who, like most of us, most the majority of us do all of our brackets and things. For most of us, ESPN's the world leader. Right. Nothing against Fox Sports, CBS Sports, Bleacher Report. 90% of the world uses ESPN. They're... Yeah, their summary for the bracketology and everything is based off of 1985. That's when you know the field expanded. If I'm not right. mistaken, let's look at the 1984, 1985 season here. Uh, that was the first year in '85 to feature a 64 team format, right? What which is what we have now. Was it before that? I did not look that up. Oh. Uh, what's something else that's interesting of note? Uh, this would be Georgetown was the first defending champion to return to the Final Four since, since the 75 76 UCLA Bruins. Bruins yeah. Now, in the 1984 1985 Division One season, there was some, uh, there's there was a one major rule change that was that was instituted that is still in play today the coaching box yeah yeah you know where they had to remain in this it's like 30 35 feet yeah basically yeah (laughs) pretty much pretty much yeah uh they can't leave it unless they're going directly to the scorer's table that had to be because of bobby now what's interesting and, and you'll appreciate this is uh i got the top 20 of course, now it's 25. Right. Back then it was 20. I have the top 20 AP poll nice. rankings before the season started. Nice. And as no surprise, Georgetown. Georgetown's ranked number one. I'll yeah. give you the top 10. Uh, Illinois was ranked two. Right. DePaul come in at three. Lou Hansen. Nice. Oh, yeah. Bobby Knight and the Indiana Hoosiers were ranked fourth. Okay. Oklahoma was ranked fifth. Duke was ranked six, St. John's at seven, 
Memphis State at eight, Washington at nine. Here's a throwback for you coming in at number ten. Uh, college we don't talk about much anymore. Southern Methodist University, oh, yeah. the SMU, I believe they are the Mustangs. Mustangs yeah, yeah. Uh, now let's just see if there's any Villanova in this. Oh, Villanova is not in this ranking. Huh. 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 Uh, I have listed, of course, all of the conference champions during the 84-85 season. Nice. Of course, there's no big, um, nothing more important than the Big East Conference, which is what we're talking about, because right. both teams in the game right. come out of the Big, Big East. East. Billy Packer was loving that. But the regular season winner in the Big East Conference was not either one of those teams. Really? It was St. John's, which was led Chris, by Chris Mullen, who would go on to become uh, Golden State, State Warrior. Yeah, First-round uh, first And if I'm not mistaken, Chris Mullen is the coach right now for – he was coaching. I don't know if he still is. Let's just take a look. Uh Great basketball. IQ. No, I'm sorry. He was coaching at St. John's. Uh, he ended his tenure there in 2020. Right. So, Luke former... Karnaseka? Who's your coach? <laughs> well, let's just look. I was not prepared for that statement. That's all right. So, St. John's, it does not give me. Huh. I don't know. Luke Karnasekin, I think. Maybe. Probably. Anyway. Uh yeah. Anyway, pussy's like fuck it. I don't care. Anyway. Um. Just some anything else interesting here? I don't think. What is in the season record at? I mean, we're in who? Uh, both Georgetown and. So so here we go. So let's just take a look. Let's take a look at the 1984-85 Villanova Wildcats. They were 9-7 in the Big East. Raleigh Massimino was in his 12th season as head coach. Uh, they finished the record with 25-10. Right. Um, Which is respectable. Respectable, yes. But, but you're not really, they're not jumping out at you, are they, you know? Right. Right. Um, uh, a final four most outstanding player. Uh, no, you know what? We'll save some of that. We'll save some of that. Let's just. Uh, I was just looking at a couple things. I'd like to uh, take a look at the tournament real fast. Yeah. The road to the final four. No. Yeah. I just kind of want to look at the tournaments. Uh, of course, the number one overall seed. Was Georgetown. Yeah, right. And what's interesting about this is Georgetown was the one seed in the East and number one overall. In the Midwest, the number one seed was Oklahoma. Right. In uh, the Southeast, the number one seed was Michigan. Also in the Southeast, an eighth seed, Villanova. Yeah. So you're telling me an eight seed yep. made it to the title so game. So it would have been an eight-nine first matchup for Villanova, right? Which would have put them against Dayton, right? Which eh? uh, Don, I don't know who the fuck this is. Don Donhower. Don Howard. Yeah. 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 All about him. 
He was the coach of uh, Dayton. Yeah. Oh. Purdue yeah. would have been uh, a six seed. Gene Keedy. Yeah. Uh, you were right, coach. Uh, you were right, Kurt. It was Lou Connor Second. Yes, Coach St. John's. St. John's was the other one, one seed, seed in yeah. the Western Conference. Yeah. They were pretty good. Well, let's see how many. Uh, Another Big East team. Yes. It, the, the conferences now, folks, have been realigned where it's. Yeah. Oh, oh right. Absolutely. Right. Hell yeah. Big Ten has got 15, 16 teams. So we're gonna save some of this here, uh, but we're we're gonna get ready uh, here in just a minute. We're gonna roll tape and and play, and Kurt and I'll watch the game with you guys, and we'll right. provide our own fucked up and unique and stupid commentary, and uh, you know, then we'll turn the the mic down a little bit as as we go through some stuff, or me and Kurt, you know. About <laughs> you excited about this? We are. Our first watch along. That'd be cool. Okay, yeah. This is, I think. You want you want to be really immature for a minute? If I'm not mistaken, this might be our 69th episode. (laughs) 69. I don't. That. Oh damn! Well, you ain't getting no special treatment. (laughs) So. So I'm not gonna spoil the ending for the game for you because everybody should know, and I probably I don't know did I spoil it already? No, no. I mean it's not a it's We've not been a surprise. We've leaning one way, but if, for those that've been paying attention. Uh, so yeah, well, uh, let's let's get ready. So for everybody out there that wants to participate in this, uh, Brent Musburger, Billy Pecker. And yes. All right. So like I said, go to YouTube and search 1985 Georgetown. It should pop up Villanova. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like the runtime is going to hit about. It's about an hour and a half. Right. Uh, no commercial breaks. No commercial We will break. take a halftime. <laughs> right. Because I'll because I piss like every thirty minutes, <laughs> so we'll take a halftime. Raleigh Massimino. I don't know where he's reaching in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the thumbnail. Yeah, there's Raleigh Massimino. Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. Yep. Uh, you guys should have it queued up. Those that's actually wanting to participate, so be interested in how many people actually. We'll see. Say say something back, like you know, we don't. Every once in a while, we get feedback like, "Hey, I, I watched it with you guys, kind of." You know. All right. Be nice one of these days to like Facebook Live or something. We get our studio. Yeah. We get an actual studio. I mean, I guess they have seen our faces already. We have the faces for radio. That's why we're doing their show. Yeah, that's right. So, all right, everybody, here we go. Three, two, one. Play. These two teams have played each other twice this year. Villanova led both times at the half, but then Patrick. Look at that young Patrick Ewing. Yeah, he's a big boy, wasn't he? By the way, all content belongs to the NCAA and the proper parties. Kurt and I do not own any of this content other than our own right. fucked up opinions. Right. Billy Packard, Brent Musburger. Brent Musburger. Come out in a trap. They did get teams all year. Look at a young Gary McLean. Yeah, yeah, very young. A John Thompson team that turned the pressure up on defense. And they like to run. Right. Villanova, totally opposite. 
two different contrasting styles. Very different. And they're in a matchup zone. You gotta see our setup. We, we have our third mic set up angled towards my phone. My phone is on a little bitty phone stand. <laughs> it works. It works, yeah. And let's remember, folks, there was no shot clock. Okay? There was no three-pointer. Three the game was a lot different back then. I was two years away from being born. Right. Two and a half, technically. Uh, this call here is questionable. 84, 85, my parents would have been juniors in high school. There's right. Raleigh Massimino. Yeah. John Thompson. John Thompson. This was fucking basketball. Yeah. And they're, they're coming out in the full court press. They like to pressure you. Kurt's basketball knowledge is more steep than mine. So in this episode tonight, I am the play. I am the color commentary. And Kurt is the play-by-play -play man. But you, you'll notice uh, after a while that uh, Villanova, their point guard, Gary McClain, starts breaking the press by himself. So nice pass. Now... Eddie Pinkney. He's talking about Pinkney the other the other week before yeah. we were when we were just right. shooting the shit. Playing out of position. Yes. Comment on that a little bit. Uh, a true small forward, really. Had, but they had, had him playing as a big five. Had him playing the five spot, which was out of position, but he was athletic enough that it worked. You know. Uh, and he frustrated. Oh yeah. Patrick Ewing oh, yeah. during this game. Yeah. He always had a body leaning on him. Right there, you see him in the post. It's a T3, but it's a matchup zone. That's in money. David Wingate. Now watch, they back off because they know that Gary McClain can break the press with his dribble. Absolutely. So now this game uh, is often referred to as the as the perfect game because Villanova would shoot oh, yeah. 22 for 28, 9 for 10 in the second half with a 78.6% yeah. for the team. And it comes down to shot selection. Great shot 100%. Nice pass. Now, for those of you that don't remember this game, wasn't born yet. This went down April 1st, April Fool's Day, 1985, yeah. and it was no April Fool's joke to yeah, see them upset. Yeah, big Rupp, deal. Rupp Arena. Yep. yep. Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. There's David Wingate on the jumper. And notice the patience Villanova on offense. And basically... It's going to come down to a game of possession. I think so. Yeah, definitely. You want to give Georgetown a few possessions as possible. Remember, no shot clock. No shot clock. What a tough shot. <laughs> Man, that was some good execution right there. Yeah. So we're 6-4 right here. Yeah. So Villanova hanging around there, you know. Williams. Reggie Williams, great NBA career. 
You know what's interesting is after this after this game ended and they started looking back, it would come out that Villanova had had the highest field goal percentage in Final Four history, which is impressive in and of itself. Right. Um, I think what's really interesting is that these teams played each other twice yes. during the, the season third because because they were both you know Big Same East. You play one at home and one on the road during the Big East. Uh, lost know, them both. Lost them both. To Georgetown. Yep. So, third time's a charm, huh? You would think. Does lightning strike three times? Uh-huh. Yeah, it didn't that night. That, that's what they want Patrick Ewing to do right there. 17 footers, you let him shoot them all day. But you got to get the rebound there, boys. It kills me to. Now the press is back on after a made basket. It kills me to watch this old school basketball because of the nut huggers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The did, nut huggers. They'd never be very uncomfortable. Good God. Is there any people out there? Is there any men out there that still wear nut huggers? It's just wow. I don't know. Eddie Pinkney. Big foul here. And and this is the thing. With him not being a true big. Yeah. But he Remember, they, they just went six players deep, basically. They didn't use a whole lot of their bench. Georgetown six, didn't. Maybe Villanova seven. Didn't. Maybe seven. Most of the time, six. But you watched throughout this game, and this true small forward playing it, a bit is frustrating. They ever love him. Piss. He's doing a good job in the middle, Ewing. yes. That matchup zone, they pack it all inside, and they're not going to let Patrick Ewing beat them, basically. Good call by Raleigh Massimino. Yeah, oh, yeah. Excellent call. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll let him shoot that all day. If they hit them all day, then fine. But, you know, Patrick Ewing don't want to be. So, how old were you? 14. You remember this? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Watched yeah. it? Yeah. Sure do. CBS, baby. See, Gary McLean's just breaking the pressure by himself, but he didn't force a turnover there. And uh, if you look at the turnover stats in this game, I think Villanova committed more than Georgetown, but somehow it really didn't bite him in the ass. T.O. 10-6. Spoilers. So there will be their commercial break. Uh-huh. And we'll come back. Look at the hairdo and the cheerleaders <laughs> in 85. Big hair. So let's talk a little bit about Georgetown coming into this game. So they were world champions. They won right. the NCAA tournament. Looking to repeat. 83 and 84. Uh, of course, John Thompson. You would uh, Patrick Ewing, yep. who would go on to be named to the All-American team right. in 85. Right. They were the number one ranking. All year. All year. They won their first 14 games. Right. Uh they, uh, of course, though, Chris Mullen and St. John's, yeah. they would kind of give him a push for that number one spot throughout right. the season. Uh, they only lost two games in the regular season, as right. me and you were talking about right. before we start rolling tape. Both, both two. Back-to-back to St. John's and Syracuse, Syracuse before going on an 11-game winning streak right. prior to the start of the tournament. Um, so... Hang on, man. It looks uh, what patience here. This is a great big possession right here. Dwayne McLean. 
big shot right there. We've made a change. Does it look weird not seeing a three-point line it out does, there? Yeah. And his shot clock not on top of the backboard either. This Good is defense. this is some basketball right here. Great defense. Out of bounds, Villanova ball. Yep. Oh, Billy. Kurt Kate's for those that don't know, Kurt is not a Billy Packer fan. No, he's a big ACC, big East fan. He was. He, he kind of biased, I thought. What page? Ooh. Good defense by you. Here's what Georgetown wants to do right here. Nice pass. Beautiful pass. And going, going back to Georgetown here for a minute, it was largely thought by many people that this was one of the best. Oh. Whoa. We're still on. Yeah. There you go, Harold Jensen. What will happen here? It fell off. Oh. We'll we'll uh we'll wait a minute. We'll hit a pause for the call and try to set it back up here. All right. Well, maybe not. Great defense. You see that okay? Uh, yeah, I see it. Dole said, why are you guys not watching this on the laptop? <laughs> well, fuck, we need the laptop. Right. They're viewing. They cracked that zone there. Oh, it's dangerous. That was dangerous. He had that ball up awful high. <laughs> Do you hear him chanting defense? Yeah. Oh, Eddie look Pinkney. at that. There, there's your three. For showing in him. You know, he can, he can hit the mid-range jumper. So, 12-14, Georgetown over Villanova. Yep. About midway through the first period, I think. About. Or first half. Money. Great job. Uh-oh. Another turnover. That's five turnovers. And we're not even right. Right. This might be the biggest lead of the game, I think. Notice he's bringing the ball to the court here. 
This is great execution. It just. Larry Pinkney, there he goes. Nice pass. That's a great pass. Eddie Pinkney. So Georgetown over Villanova, 18-14. That's a big bucket. Uh -huh. Just look down there in the paint at Ewing and Pickney going at it. Right. Yeah, they're banging. That's what you like to see. Yeah. That is what you like to see. Back when the big man were post players. But, I mean, it looks like... Are you are you a fan of like old school bigs like you play with your back to the basket type shit? Yeah, I, I am. I mean, the shooting I guess is all right, but Shaq changed a lot of that. Oh yeah, like Shaq. He's a beast. All right, so let's. Uh, 2014 here. Let's uh, let's take a look at some stuff here. So. Uh, they did beat Villanova twice, Georgetown did, in conference play. The first game at the Spectrum in Philadelphia. All right. And they battled the overtime before Georgetown would beat them with a two-point victory. The repeat contest took place in D.C. Uh, Georgetown beat them by three points there. So both right. the top team in the nation struggling is struggling in the regular season against yeah. well, a team that wasn't even ranked for half the year. I think the contrast style... I mean, Georgetown want to run. They're, they're going to put pressure on you and want to run up and down the court. And Raleigh... Slowed the tempo. Exactly. I mean, you, know, you only play six players deep. Well, you know, Georgetown's running eight to ten players out there. Makes sense. This is equivalent to Bill Parcells. Because this is Big East banging basketball back here, you know. This is the equivalent of Parcells running the ball to keep the other team, to keep the defense on the field. Right. I mean... Limit, Slow, limit time yes. of possession. Yeah. Or possessions in this case, you know, each team has possessions, right? Right. I mean, unless Georgetown has, has a possession, well. And let's remember, folks, there is no shot clock. No, that's a big thing, too. Right, right. Uh, you will, uh, as we'll kind of find out here. <laughs> what, what's this guy's shot? Dwayne McClain. I mean, who shoots the basketball like this? From Worcester, Massachusetts. What, what, what? Did, he, did, he, did he just shoot like... He did. Like over the top of his head, both hands release. Georgetown quick back down. That was a great defensive possession. That was a freshman that took that shot, by the way. There's McLean. Uh, he's smart. Look how he pulls the ball back out. And... Look at them working that pass. Beautiful. Exactly. Georgetown's and, flipping balls right now. Well, what yeah, the fuck is going on here? Well, they're having to play defense for a long period of time. And for a team like Georgetown, who all through the 84-85 season didn't have to play defense no, they, because they got out ahead so far right, early in the right, game. Right, right, right. They want to get out and run. They're a bunch of athletic guys. So let, let's take a look at Georgetown in the tournament here. Uh, number one overall seed in the East. Uh, they faced Lehigh in the first round, 68-43 victory. In the second round, they faced eighth-seeded Temple. Oh, Big East. Uh, For ACC. Atlantic 10. Atlantic 10, there you go. They beat them 63-46. to There they met 
a four-seeded in the semis, Lola University of Chicago. And yes, uh-huh. for those listening that remember the Lola Ramblers run of 2017, 16, right. 18, whatever it was, that's right. the same team. Yeah. Uh, they beat them by 12 points to go to the East Final. There they played against Georgia Tech. Ramblin' Wreck. Uh, Bobby Cranston. Right. Uh, they would advance to the Final Four, where in the Final Four, three of the four teams from the Final Four would be Big East Eight, Conference yep. teams. Uh, as Georgetown thumped St. John's, I mean, they spanked their pee-pee. led by 20 points from Reggie Williams, and Ewing threw up a double-double to clinch a spot in the national title game. So Georgetown, it was long since thought they'd get back to the title game. and They ran into a bullet fell here, folks. They made it look easy. Yeah. And it's all coming down to execution, a two-game plan. Let's, Let's listen in a little bit here for a few minutes. Tie game, yep. 20 to 20. Villanova shooting 90%. Georgetown's only shooting 67 right there in the graphic. Both teams shows. shooting the ball very well. 7.30 left to go in the first half. Forced shot. There's O'Reilly Massimino. Oh. Out of bounds. Oh. oh. Look Ooh. look at that. Look at them two pushing Ooh. off each other. Yep. Who would that be, Mr. Kelly? John Thompson. That would be Mr. John Thompson. Did you hear that? Yes. Scoreless for the last 235. Yep. And this was a team that all season <laughs> had, their, had their foot on yep. the gas yep. every game. That big foul there, that's two on Pinkman. Now, if you're John Thompson, I go right at Ed Pinkman here. Turk Kelly, that's what I'm saying. If you're John Thompson, you're pushing him to get him in foul trouble. Yeah. I mean, other because Pinkney, they have no. Well, here, and you see Raleigh is forced to make a move here. Right. He's going to the bench. I think. Now, here's, here's what I'm going to tell you. You're Raleigh Massimino, I'm John Thompson, for All sake right. of argument, as we were going to fade out their audio a little bit. If I'm John Thompson, oh. I am getting Pitney in foul trouble. Yeah, I'm going right after him here. Because but. I still think that I'm the best in the world, I'm defending champion, I'm going to repeat. But you guys are already frustrating the piss well, out of my best player, Patrick look at Ewing. The, look at the lane on defense here where Patrick Ewing likes to operate. Look at the lane. It's packed. It's look at the two three it's zone. A, it's a stop. It's yeah. it's there's no way. So I am pissed because my best player is not performing because of who you've got on him. So I'm getting Pickney in foul trouble. Right. Well, he's got kicking two. his ass to the bench, and we're we're not we're barely halfway through the first right. half, right. and he's already got two fouls. 
Uh, there, right there, there's a good challenge right there. But Pinkney's right there on each. Yep. That could have easily been his third foul right there. You know, when everybody talks about Ewing, and I'm guilty of that, nobody's talking about Reggie Williams. Reggie Williams is smooth off the Raider, dude. Yeah, another turnover. Did you hear him? Yeah. Trap defense. Yeah, They're doing a lot of trapping here. They put a lot of pressure on him. Kurt Kelly. Yes. Bigger fan of the trap, bigger fan of the press. Uh, I kind of like the trap if you're steady, suited for it. If you're long, if you're a long team, you know what I mean? And big. I'm more of a press guy, but that's just me. It's, uh, it's effective, but if you run into a team that has three or four ball handlers in the lineup, it's not going to be as effective. Right, right. Look at that. Great defense. Ewing grabs the board. Who do you kick it to there? That's your point guard, Jackson. You know what I'm doing if I'm hand? I'm running it inside, kicking it out on the corner. Great pass. Oh. That would be Reggie Williams right there, wouldn't it? Yeah. Or Wingate. No, it's Reggie. That is Reggie. Foul. Look how long and lean he is, man. He almost looks frail, but I guarantee he's wiry strong. He's like that boing, boing, boing. Mark Plansky. Yeah, Plansky's uh, come in uh, for Eddie Pinkney here. We don't want to get his third foul. Ewing on the bench. Big man's winded. Yeah, well, Eddie Pinkney went out. It'd be a good time for Ewing to go out, you know. Big miss right is there. This Vill is this Villanova team and Georgetown, are they that effective with both these bigs on the bench? No. You don't think so? No. A lot of dynamics. So it's mostly Pickney in a supporting cast and, yeah. and Ewing. Ewing in a supporting cast. Right. Missed both free throws. That could be big. <laughs> he missed, missed both free throws, got his own rebound, and scored. And there's Reggie Williams with a steal. So we are 22-20, Georgetown on top. Man, this is closely contested. 5.25 left to go in the first half. Great defense. Great defense. Look at, look at Raleigh oh, over there. He's oh, man. He's got to watch that new coach's box. Yeah. Here comes There's the, the line right there. Can't get out of it. There's the press again. And as you notice here, the turnovers are mounting. Quickly. 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 But at the same time, Georgetown's not making a pay on him neither. They're not really getting There's no points off turnover here. Villanova's got eight turnovers. Georgetown scored eight points off turnovers. So what's that tell you about your defense? Great defense. True. John Thompson's not happy. No. So let, out, let's let's talk a little bit. We'll fade them out a little bit here. Let's talk about the Wildcats. So the year before in the '84 tournament, they had lost in the second round to the Fighting Illini. Now their starting lineup here. 
seniors, Pickney yeah. and the McLean boys. Yeah. Gary McLean, Dwayne McLean. I'm telling you, tournament time, you got seniors. Juniors, Harold Presley, yeah. which we talked yeah. about, yeah. and Dwight Wilbur. They started the season 13-3 before they lost their first game to Maryland. Right. Now, that defeat there would start them a downward spiral throughout the rest of the regular season. Over their final 10 games of the regular season, 8th seeded Villanova finished 5-5. Five and five. Oh, huh. That's not tournament no. ready. No. Uh, another turnover. A little rugged right now. Very. Oh, shut up, Billy Packer. Did you say no prima yes. donna, Billy Packer? Yes. That motherfucker. Uh, oh, I guarantee he's hating Villanova beating Georgetown. Uh-oh. Great rebound. So I mentioned earlier that Villanova wasn't really ranked. So uh, they did start to climb the rankings, and by the end of January, they were ranked 14th overall. But this downward spiral we talked about, they fell out of the top 20 ranking by the middle of February. So they made an eight seed? And they made an eight seed in the tournament. What a pass. Ooh. So, going into the Big East tournament, they had an 18-9 and record. And they were not guaranteed to get an invitation no. to the tournament no, here. Uh, they did secure a tournament berth by beating Pittsburgh. And in the semifinals of the Big East tournament, they suffered a 15-point loss to St. John's. They still had their tournament berth, but... It, Villanova went into the tournament uh, at 19 and 10, which is still, I mean, it's a winning record, but it's not, you know. It's respectful here, but definitely sleeping Cinderella. And as Kurt mentioned earlier, we'll, we'll break down their push to the championship game here. They got an eighth seed, and of course, uh, one of my favorite matchups is always eight versus nine mm, yeah. seed because they're so the parody. Yeah. yeah, so they would face the Dayton Flyers. There it is. Uh, which is interesting. They had to play Dayton in Dayton on their oh, home really? court. So really? how's that work out? So they want they in the second round. They beat uh, a number one seed, Michigan, in the oh, second wow. round. Really? Yes, isn't that interesting? Steve Fisher or Bill Friedman? Freeder. Uh, Would it be Freeder? Then they faced Maryland in the next round, a fifth seed, beat them, and then they played North Carolina. Yes, they played North Carolina. And they beat them by 12 points to get to the final four. And then they played Memphis State. Yeah. Which is now Memphis. Right. Beat them 52 to 45 to advance to the title game. 
Things are heating up here, folks. Let's let's, uh, let's listen in a little bit here. Things are getting a little. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Up and down. And more Georgetown pace here. Right in the days when you had the superior teams, here we see Patrick Ewing timing this pass beautifully, going about. I was wondering how this audio was going to hold up on the mic. This seems pretty good. Pretty good. That's, going to be what pass. That's a beautiful pass. Yeah. That was the sixth assist by Jackson. 17. 28 25. Boy, what a move. Are you serious? Who is that boy? That two-three zone is packed tight. There's no room down there in the paint. No. There's fucking nothing. Yeah, they got the they got the, they got the lane packed. Look at this. We got a minute forty-five left to go. No, no shot clock. No shot clock neither. Great. 27 28 is the score right and now. With a minute 39, we go into a four corner offense. Look at this. Look at this spread out right here. Yeah. Great call by Massimino. Man, this is some fucking basketball. Yeah, listen, they're, they're, they're talking about the shot clock for the next year. Look at him just holding the fucking yeah. ball, man. I mean, uh, where's his hat? Uh, Lexington, Rupp yeah. Arena. Yep. They didn't even change the floor or nothing. That did, did they? Oh, uh, playing Ligoti ball here. Ligoti ball? Yeah, ball <laughs> ball. Four quarters. They're wanting to rush in. Yeah. And but don't get that reach in foul. This is a great strategy, Billy Packer. I fucking hate Billy Packer. I'm not a big, big, <laughs> I mean, rest in peace, Billy. Fun fact, Kurt thought this was Jim Nance at first for a tournament. Yeah. Uh, Musburger. Oh, no! Great. They're going to shoot, going to shoot. Nope. That is the end of the first half. Look here, what oh, happens. Yeah, look what happens. Man, Plansky just got shoved yeah. right in the face. I think it should have been his technical foul. Look at Massimino. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? That's a team. Team up. Little little fireworks here. Wow, that should have been a foul call right there. Yeah, technical foul. Oh man, oh, Massimino's pissed. Look at Billy Tom or John, John Thompson, Thompson. Like, what's up? What's up? Watch here it is. Look, that's got to be flagrant. That's got to be a flagrant, dude. That was Reggie. Yeah. He Reggie bitch slapped him. So we go to halftime. Villanova's up 
29 to 28 in a rough and tumble first half. All right, let's uh, let's pause this. Uh, we'll pause the tape. Let, we're at halftime here, so we, we ain't paid a bill, have we? No, God, no. You want to? We better. I have. We haven't paid any bills in a while. Let's see if I can find my bills here. I just thought there. I mean, Kurt's like, I just thought. Let's 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 type in sponsors and see if I can find <laughs> my bills. I need to go back to tagging people on Facebook, our sponsors too. So Kurt wants to pay a sponsor, so we'll we'll, we'll pay two bills. We yeah. got we got to get back to in a habit of doing this. Yes. Okay. As I'm waiting for it to load, maybe we should just. Hey, what when we come back? No, no, hang on. Do 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 do. So you should be paused with us on. Uh, okay, just wait. It's loading. All right. So, oh, there it goes. So you should be paused. We are at halftime right now. They're coming back from halftime. Uh, the tape is paused at 33:02, 33 oh, minutes two seconds. So that's where we're at. All right, here we go. So Glary Guitars, check them out on Facebook or check them out at glarymusic.com. Uh, very reasonable, affordable instruments. I bought a couple of acoustics in January of 2021. Uh, $280 acoustics, each play and look. Sound great. Sound great. Sound like a three or $400 counterpart yes. guitar. I call mine a Canon guitar. Uh, give them a call at 606-404-6286. Once again, that's 606-404-6286. Fast and courteous customer service. We're <laughs> and check out Black Rifle Coffee Company. Kurt and I love anything that's veteran-owned, even though they they have started to become a very bigger corporation. Uh, check them out on Facebook. Check them out at blackriflecoffee.com. Uh, swag. Kurt yes. always says swag. Cool swag for men and women. Great coffee. Tremendous energy drinks. Very great people. They send. Uh, I said I'm gonna plug you guys on my podcast. They probably like. I don't know what your podcast is. <laughs> don't really care. You guys are small time. You get like five downloads a week. But they sent me a free six pack of energy drinks. Hey, and you really I drank liked them, them, did you? I did. My diabetes didn't like them, <laughs> but I liked right. them. Right. It was like a 300 shot of fucking nitrous into my body. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I seen, I seen, uh, I heard colors and I could read shapes or some shit. I don't know. It was fucking. <laughs> wow. Wow. I was loaded for bear. Wow. Right All on. right. So, so we're paused at halftime. Let's take a look at some stuff here. Unless you want to go take a break and check out the Kelly Sports Complex. Oh, it's whatever you want to do there. I mean. I'm gonna have to potty eventually. Let, let's take a look at some stuff here. All right. Uh, yeah, mic reaches a long way, don't it? It does, don't it? Yes. And see, the further you get away, I can adjust your mic louder so I can still pick you up. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Technology, huh? You love nice. that, don't you? Nice. So I wanted I wanted to uh, to share this with you. This is an article I found that was written uh, during March Madness. What would have been March Madness three years ago, of course, it was March Sadness. Yeah. Because we had COVID. Man. Fucking COVID. It's yeah. it's titled Seven Things You Didn't Know About the Perfect Upset. Let me see what this says. Yeah. Number one, former Villanova assistant coach Steve Lapis, who now yeah. works as an analyst for CBS Sports, 
said that Coach Raleigh Massimino was so disgusted with the inconsistent play of veteran Wildcats team that after the bracket was posted and Villanova was being sent to play Dayton, he told his staff, I got one more game with these guys and then I'm done. Huh. So Massimino thought right, right. they were going to get bounced. All right. Huh, that's interesting. Basically playing a road game. I mean, was that a little mind play on the team? I don't know. That's kind of interesting. I mean, uh, and maybe they galvanized at the right time. Then. Ooh, good word. Well, they're playing pretty damn good defense here. I mean, I think Ewing's got six points to have, maybe five rebounds. You, that's pretty... You like sports betting? Uh... Uh, you know anything about sports betting? No. I mean, I've done a little bit of it. Yeah, fooling his money seems part. I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a Bovada account, and, uh, you know, I'd bet on some boxing, some UFC, some NFL. Right. Of course, we've all done, or I shouldn't say with all. I don't, I you know, I mean, there, there's all these things now, but I used to do FanDuel and DraftKings. I mean, we done the, the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. At work at one time. That's about as deep as I'll get into betting. Was that after I left? No, he was there. Oh, yeah, I was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. I s- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Sweet ended up winning it. Yeah, Adam Sweet wins everything. Yeah. Well, although Villanova's victory, spoiler alert for those that don't know, Villanova's going to win. All right. Uh, although... The championship game is widely considered to be one of the biggest upsets in tournament history. Vegas knew better. According to stats found from prior to the game, the Wildcats were only an eight-point underdog. That was the same number uh, as Kansas went with in the 88 title game. Uh, Who won? Right. But less than Connecticut entering the 99 title game against top-rated Duke. When the Huskies were nine and a half point underdogs, but became champions, so right. Vegas always knows better. Right. Huh. The game is nicknamed the perfect game because Villanova had to play almost flawlessly, especially in the second half. Whereas we mentioned earlier, they went nine for right. ten. And they, but they committed seventeen turnovers. Turnovers. We'll come which, to find out. Which is interesting. Against the Hoyas pressure defense, including six by. Their wingman, Harold Jensen, yeah, uh, whose brilliant shooting, right, still gave them fourteen points. Yeah, clutch. All five starters for the Hoyas went on to play in the NBA: uh, Ewing, Reggie Williams, Bill Martin, Michael Jackson, and uh, David Wingate. Uh, the Wildcats had future pros in center Ed Pickney, Pickney. and Dwayne McLean. Yeah. Not the other McLean. Yeah, I don't think he had much of a career, though. And Harold Presley. Yeah. Among the players on the Dayton team that became the Wildcats' first victim in the 85 tournament, Anthony Grant, who ended up coaching the Dayton Flyers in 2019-2020 to a perfect 18-0 record. Huh. Didn't know that. Because... Archie Miller was then coaching Indiana by that point. That was a big mistake, wasn't it? You know, for years I've been a Sean Miller fan. Archie's brother. Sean Miller, for those that don't know, head coach at Arizona. For the last decade or so, Arizona has consistently been one of the top five, top ten defenses in the country. Right. So, 
when Crean was out, right? I wanted Sean Miller. I said, right. Indiana's got money. Spend every dime you have. I lure want, Sean Miller away from Arizona. I wanted Steve Alford there. Yeah, I know you did. But we got Sean's brother, Archie. Right. Which, which I was high on because Archie done a lot for the Dayton Flyers program. Yeah, he was always there, it seemed like. And it's the equivalent of a big fish in a little pond and then taking a little fish into a big pond. pond. Right. right. Because Archie was not ready no. to be at the helm of a prestigious and big-time program no. like Indiana. Nope. Uh, Nobody's done it since Robert Montgomery Knight. <sighs> I miss Bobby Knight. Yeah. Yeah. You know Donald Trump was a Bobby Knight guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Bobby Knight was a Donald Trump guy. Fuck you, Democrats. Yeah, a bunch of idiots. Sorry, we don't talk politics on the show. I'm, I'm just being funny. I miss Bobby Knight. I do, too. What would Bobby Knight as a coach today would be like against some of these kids? They, he'd get called for... They, they'd call him in for child abuse on 20-year-old kids. Probably. The Big East... Got a record three teams to the Final Four, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. With Boston College losing to Memphis uh, in the or in the uh, regional semifinal, or it might have been four yeah. Big East teams. Boston College was good that year. Right. Uh, since the Big East placed three teams in the Final Four in 1985, 19 of the 34 since have included two members from the same conference. The Big Ten done it six times. The ACC has done it five times. It happened seven times in a row from 1999 to 2005, and it hasn't happened since the ACC got Syracuse and North Carolina to the Final Four in 2016. Huh. Last fun fact that you may not know. All right. The 1985 Final Four was played in Lexington, Kentucky. Yeah, right. The smallest market to host the Final Four in the expanded bracket era. Wow. Yes. That's interesting. Yes. Huh. Hmm. Rupp Arena. Rupp Arena. Oh, let's look at some more Georgetown stuff here. Kurt's like, I'm ready to watch the game. This was Georgetown's final appearance in the Final Four until 2006-2007. Uh, the Hoyas have not been to a national championship game since. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, what year? 06 to 07? Was the last time they made the Final Four. Who's on that team winner? Well, Hattie old girl. Yes. Just for you. I'm trying to think who's been here. Just for you. Let's take a look. I'm a, I would believe that Roy Hibbert might be one of them. But I'm not sure, so let's take a look and see. I'm Ah uh, Roy Hibbert. Yep, there you go. Uh Jeff Green. Yeah. Uh Dwan Dwan Summers. Thirty fifth overall pick by the Pistons. Huh. Vernon Macklin. Never heard of him. Don't know that one. That's about no names I never heard of. Jonathan Wallace, I don't know that one. Huh. Uh Tyler Crawford. Patrick Ewing Jr. Okay, I do yeah, I remember that. Huh. I was just happy I remember Hibbert. <laughs> Boy, we could do a whole episode on that Pacers era team. Uh, yeah, they just they disappoint me. <laughs> Wait. Wait. 
famous yeah. famous quote from one of our first episodes. Why do we general manage to be average? Average. A basket, a basket, Word of the day from Kirk Kelly. Basketball state. Don't make sense. Peyton Manning might have something to say about that. He made this a football state. I don't think oh. so. I don't think so. It's still basketball. I'm sorry. Play. That's all that. That's all that gold and black poison yeah. in here, man. <laughs> hey, look out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pick it to Pickens. Pick it to Pickens. Or yeah, is it Pick? Yeah. Which what's the quarterback? Pick it, pick it or Pickens? Pick it to Pickens. Pick it to Pickens. Yeah, you'll hear that a lot. That's the fucking dumbest thing ever. You'll hear that a lot. Pick it to Pickens. You'll be saying that when the regular season rolls around. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. And here you go in the bottom of the in a, of the AFC North, the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no. I've often wondered Deshaun why. Deshaun Watson and the Browns what? will be at the bottom. Why do you got the the Steelers baby onesie right there on the wall? What? What is it? Is that for a baby to wear? No, it's for luck. I don't think he's gonna fit in that. No, he never did. There's only size we could find. So I just put it up on a wall. Why oh, you like it? That's interesting. What what is that up there? Is that a mini helmet? Oh yeah. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers helmet. The Steelers wall. Since in the two years Kurt and I've been doing this show, the uh, <laughs> <laughs> it used to be along that wall. It used to be along this wall. The Steelers wall has. Uh, I think I'm gonna move it to my room. It don't get appreciated. My either. eyes would appreciate it. It don't get appreciated. <laughs> My Steelers stalking, Santa Claus car, uh, Christmas stalking. Well, well, howdy, old girl. Should we take a pause for the cause and oh, then yeah. go back to the game? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you needing to get up? Stretch your old main legs. I want to get some ice cream. I kind of want ice cream. Well. Well, folks, you, we'll be back <laughs> later. You just sit tight. <laughs> we'll be back later. And we are back, and they didn't even know we were gone, did nope. we? Nope. They're gonna be like, "Did they really? <laughs> were they really just gone for thirty minutes?" Yes, we were. Yes, half time. Half time. We ate some ice cream. Yes. And I ate another piece of pizza. Yeah. Because I'm fat. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, man. <laughs> okay, so so take me through this. What's going through the mind right now of John Thompson or Raleigh Massimino? Uh, By the way, coolest fucking name ever, Raleigh, Raleigh Massimino. Massimino. Right. Raleigh's got to be. Look at he's pissed about the the foul not being called right there. Well, should have yeah, been a technical. He's not happy about the turnovers, right? But, oh God, no! But at the same time, we're up one on the number one team in the nation, in the nation. who's just been kicking everybody's right, fucking yeah, ass yeah. all year. Yeah, and here we are, up one. I mean, as far as now, what's going through John Thompson's mind? Damn, they got a game plan, huh? Now I'm going to coach a little bit. Do you think there's any discussion in that locker room about? Pick me versus Ewing in either locker room. Well, I'm sure, yeah, there is. Uh, Bill knows got to keep Pinkney out of foul trouble and keep the paint area packed. And across the other side of Rupp Arena, Thompson is telling him, get Pinkney's ass fouled. We got to get in transition. Trent, good. Transition. Yeah, that's where they were effective at. You know, that pressure defense works when you turn it into transition. So let's. Bill Nova in their defense has done a great job of getting back on defense and getting in that zone. That zone to pack the paint. That is why you are the play-by-play man tonight and I'm color commentary. I what mean, he said. I mean, there's not really a three-point line to bust that zone loose. Well, and Georgetown don't, don't have a lot of long-range shooters. 
Great call, Massimino. Excellent call. Yeah. All right, let me take a drink here, and we'll pick back up. Uh, I'm going to just say it, uh, their defense wins this game for them. Villanova's the defense? The job they do on Patrick Ewing, yeah. All-American all first team. Billy Packer's little pet. You're not a Billy Packer guy. No. All right, so if you were paused, we should be at 33.02, and uh, let's continue. Yep. Maybe. Where's the audio? Yeah. Maybe it turned up, maybe. Where is, where is the audio? Technical difficulty. Stand by. Stand by, everyone. Stand <laughs> by for news. I'm Paul Harvey. Hi, H2. Good day. That's a throwback, Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey. Good day. Is that a microphone with that stand? Or what is that, light? No, it's a little light. light. I got it for the girls to play with. Fuck you. That light is what's making it unbalanced, I think. Probably. Dick, you've got to go after him. All right, let's go upstairs to Dick Stockton, Dick. Dick Stockton. <laughs> Dick Stockton. <laughs> Not intentional. What? Rutledge is one of the referees, along with John Fogarty and Bob Deeper. They are working this national championship game. And what a surprise. Georgetown trailing. But remember, in their two previous meetings, Villanova led each time at the half. Oh, did you hear that? Great shot by Patrick Ewing because Eddie Pinkney thought he had it timed perfectly. Dangerous pass. You notice this is what makes it so tough. On you still see it? Yeah, I see it. Villanova just gets the ball over half court. They don't worry about attacking against it. Very patient. Yeah, very patient. Some teams try to take it down into Patrick Ewing, and that's when they get in trouble and turn it into a pace game. Jerry McLean with Michael Jackson on him. Good defense. Very good defense. Uh, money. Jensen. There he is. <laughs> Great defense. And look how patient. When they get possession, where's the ball go to? Exactly. You know, it's got to be bugging Georgetown. This patient offense. Man, Villanova is just firmly in the driver's seat right here. Uh, and it's only a one possession game. Right. But you can tell 
Just poise. Two, a lot of poise out there. Two minutes into the second half, Villanova's in the driver's seat. Eddie Pinkney. Taking it to, taking it to Patrick Ewing there. Look here. Great entry pass, folks. Anybody watching? Beautiful. That started with that uh, pass, entry pass there. Did you, did you hear he said? The best man in college basketball defensively. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He was number one all defensive team, I think. Too. You know what about Masson flipping it, flipping on Georgetown a little bit? Let's get Ewing into foul trouble. And that's exactly what they're going to try to do here. Let's see how Pinkney does at the line here. Money. Got it. Got the and one. Look here, four point lead. Yeah, timeout, John Thompson. Three minutes into the second half, he already called the timeout. Yeah. You could tell they came out of the locker room, and that did not go the way they wanted it to. No. And so many times in a game, the first minute or two of the second half. Can really set the tone for the rest of the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, I think Kurt Musburger just pointed that out there. Let's listen into their audio a little more clear here. Again, shout out to the NCAA and YouTube for uh, oh, yeah. this content. Absolutely. Uh, all rights go to the proper parties. This original broadcast here, we do not own. This is strictly for uh, education and entertainment. Yes. See, as Packer just said there, Eddie Pinkney being able to come out on the wing brings Ewing with him. Which opens the lane up. Can't pick up your dribble like that if you're Jensen. And ready to take the waves to the point that get the ball back. Uh-huh. Man, they're playing some tight, tight coverage on each other. But notice the poise from Villanova. Exactly. Crack underneath pressure. McLean, money. Shot selection, folks. And it's going over by six. I'm thinking right now, 14 years old, I'm thinking, there is no way. That no Georgetown way. loses this game? Yeah. You know where I was in 85? I wasn't even in the net sack yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm thinking there's no way Georgetown loses this game. Right. First time I saw this game, I was probably nine years old. I'm thinking there's no way Georgetown loses this game. I mean, Patrick freaking Ewing, you know? That's right. He was talking to... To a, to a nine-year-old kid in 1996, Patrick Ewing was one of the stars of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Ewing was... Even in college, he was the big talk. He owned the championship. 
Great defense. You see how they packed it in on you in there? You had three men around him right there. You can see it in his face. Yeah, he's frustrated. He's pissed. He's frustrated. Because he's used to being the cock of the wall. Yep. What what great defense. There's a whole bunch of blue jerseys. In the paint. In the paint. And that's where Ewing like operate. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that call. Yeah. That's not a. That's a block all day. Harold Jensen, you wonder where he's at today. I wonder where he's at today. Of course, uh, there's a silver lining in all this for Patrick Ewing. As uh, later on that summer, he would go on to be the number one overall pick right. to the New York Knickerbockers. Knickerbockers. I was going to say Knickerbockers. Uh, That's the original name, huh? Fun fact, you know where Patrick Ewing was born? Uh, do you, uh, no, I do not. Jamaica. Really? Kingston, Jamaica. He's Jamaican American. <laughs> Did not know that. Right. John Thompson's Afro American. <laughs> That's that is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, right now he is a uh, coach at Georgetown. Who? Or is he the assistant coach Who? at Georgetown? Ewing. I, I that I don't know. He was an assistant coach. Uh, the head coach, of course, is Ed Cooley. I should have. Right. Right. Ed Cooley. Ed Cooley. Yep. Three fouls. Third personal. How much do you think that's going to play in this game? A lot. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this? If you, if you, for those of you that didn't catch it when we started the second half here, Musburger had called this as good a half as basketball yeah, as I've ever that. seen. Yeah, I see. I, I heard that. Uh, Which it was pretty good. A lot of chess being on play here. I mean, Harold Presley, Harold Presley uh, unsung hero. I mean, big Nick, factor, yes, unsung hero. Yes. Let's listen in a little more. Every time I say listen in, I generally turn up the audio for the. I mean, if you notice, it's been team basketball all the way. You can't tell me that this Rupp Arena crowd isn't pulling for the underdog. Oh, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. No room for Wingate. Here's Dalton right away. Wayne McLean comes from behind. Fouled it. That's his second. Ralph Dalton is a senior, but he has another year of eligibility. If he decides to stay at Georgetown, a fine student, and he can move on if he wants to. It'll be interesting to see what his decision is. Asamino and Villanova on a 13-4 run. Uh-huh. That has built the six-point Wildcat lead. Ralph Dalton. To go here in the second half of this NCAA championship game between the defending champions. 
Money. Four-point game. Again, Dolph comes in to give excellent... Great shot there. Yeah. Just an overhead camera shot. And there's literally a body on every person. Like, yep. Look at that. This yep. game... That's that pressure defense. But, as you notice, McClain just dribbles out of every trap. What? Chat me up here. What? As we're watching this, what's going through Patrick Ewing's mind? Holy shit, we're down four points. To anybody else, four points is it's four points. To a team that has consistently laid on the throttle all year, right? I mean, they're not used to this playing. Uh, right, and it's the scoring right now is the pace Villanova wants. You know, fifty or sixty point game. Georgetown won 70, 80 points. And in an era where there's no three-point shot, that's about a nice shot. This has got to be one of the greatest mind fucks in coaching history because Massimino just said, we're going to score, but we're also going to put the brakes on the entire game. Yep. And just play our game. Make them play our tempo. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it works. So we're, what, 38-36? Yep. Villanova? Yep. Things are getting a lot tighter now. What we got left here? Uh, About 12 minutes. 12 minutes, I think. It's been a pretty uh, quick second half so far. Not a lot of stoppage. Oh, right, McLean just pulls it back out. There he is. Fucking beautiful. Look at this. Ooh. I don't know. That looked like it could have went either way. God, Massimino's just so animated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at that 80s porno mustache right there. <laughs> Porno mustache on a 20-year-old kid. Yeah. This shot, his free throw, I mean, his shot is just freaking me out. I mean, that is not... Tell everybody that's not watching what you mean. What is, how he's... It's, yeah, how he's got the ball behind his head when he releases it. With both hands, kind of. Yeah. Know? I mean, it's not the way they teach. But that's the way I guess it, it works. It worked. Yep, it worked. He ain't missed the free throw yet. Hell, I don't know if he missed his shot yet. We don't talk enough about Harold Presley. Uh, <laughs> for real. Man. Six foot five playing a small forwarder. Actually, I don't know which forward. He'd be playing one of the forward spots. I think they really don't have a power forward. Like, they really don't have a center. Matchup zone. Yeah. Let's listen in a little more here. Let's crank the volume. Basket by Georgetown. That allows them to set up their defense. Referee has to warn him to leave that ball alone. 
shooting. 404 here in the second half. Foul. Starting to see a lot more fouls in this second half here. Yep. It's fixing to get real interesting. McLean's clearly frustrating Georgetown with his dribble. Now, I'm not a big dribble fan, but. Those trap defenses are coming. Very patient with the ball. Absolutely. Oh, Justin wanted it inside. Simply took it away from it. That's a bad judgment by Justin. Man, that's a fast break. Offensive foul. Charging on Broadnax. Oh, Gary McLean took a blow in the head area. Gary McLean got wiped the fuck out right there. Wow. Can we get a replay, NCAA, on this? I bet we will. Can we get a replay? Man, he got cattywampused. There you see Broadnax. One dribble too many that goes in the air. Oof. Yeah. Right in the face. <laughs> Shake it off, boys. It's yeah. basketball. He's playing too much pain. Only four points for Gary McLean. Yeah, he, well, he's not a point guard. He's a point guard. He's controlling the tempo of the game. Here's a guy that hasn't played yet. Ultra Band, National Championship game. Think he's feeling pressure? That's Plansky. Wow. Just 57%. Watch him sink this first one. We're going back. He's not nervous. Brick? Nope. Fucking brick. Damn, he almost had his own rebound, though. Oh, great pass. Good defense. Look how bad. Look how good how we get back on defense. Georgetown. Here. Georgetown's. Uh, I think they're fixing up the tempo here. Well, and Villanova uh, doing a great job of getting back transition defense. One point game? Looks like it. No, three point. Going over. 12, 10 remaining. Almost stolen by Villanova. Look at this harassing in the paint. He is so pissed right now. As soon as he gets the ball, it's somebody double teams and sagging down on him. Forty-one, thirty-eight, Nova. Maybe the 
Oh, nice shot. Bill Martin. You know, something we touched on, something we touched on earlier, and I think we'll touch on as we all remember the ending of this game, is the shot clock. Yeah. Because uh, you remember the ending of this game, how it ended. Yeah. There is no shot clock. No. And a lot of people were upset at the ending of this game because there was no shot clock. Yeah. And the next year, I think uh, we had a shot clock. 45 seconds. And then it went to 30. 30 second shot clock. And then it went to 24. That's what it is currently. Oh. That was a beautiful lob. Didn't work. No. And here it comes. And look at Nova just strutting their shit. One point lead. Total control. What time we got there? 10.43. So this is where this game's about to get interesting. The last 10 minutes of this game. Uh. Yeah, it's been a good game the whole way. It's been a hell of a game so far. Great pass. Not even sweating. All right. If you're Massimino right now, what are you... Uh, We don't change nothing. You get a timeout, you go to the bench, you tell guys, do your job, keep doing the same thing you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, flip that. What if you're Thompson? What are you telling We got to create turnover, more turnovers, and we got to get out on these turnovers and get on the break and run. But Villanova, they're not going to let him. That ankle's still bothering him. Yeah. As they mentioned, he was injured earlier during the tournament. Oh, what a terrible call. Listen in. That's a terrible call. Shut up, Packer. Yeah. There's Doyle. Really? 41? Oh, who's going to win this Jordan. game? Who's going to win this game? Uh, you never know. Uh, you never know. Boy, shot. And Georgetown up by one. So they just back by this time. It's been a hell of a game. All right, so here we're going to a timeout. Yeah. What's 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 going on on each sideline here? <laughs> well, Screaming on one side. Well, yeah, Raleigh's probably animated on one side. Thompson's probably cool on the other side. Thompson's also probably cool. Oh, he's sweating. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> 9.34 left to go in the second half. Foul trouble. Ewing is in foul trouble. Yep. Ewing has more fouls than Pickney. Look yep. at this. Yep. Look, look. 
nice little roll reversal. I don't know if Ed, I don't know if he picked up another foul in this game or not. McLean's got three. Alley. They've done a great job controlling the ball. Yeah. Well, they do pull it back out. Ooh. <laughs> Buddy. Why has it? I think he's three for three for the field. Why has it? Georgetown tried some of the things that Villanova's trying. Like, Nova's done a lot of the four-corner type shit. I don't know. You notice that? Well, that's just not their style of game. No, but there is no game after this. This is it. Right, right. So why are you maybe not coaching, maybe? I don't know. If it's working for them, maybe try to see if you can... Uh, you just pick, you just picked up a third. Okay, you said I don't think he ever gets uh, another one. I guess he did, yeah. Back any Pinkney out of that last two minutes of the first half. That's why he had him out of there. He didn't want his third foul at that time. Game's kind of slowed down here. Absolutely. It's the full court pressure. And look who's breaking the press. He feels he can bring it up on Jackson one on one. He needs a clear out there by his teammate. Georgetown with a one point lead. Yeah. Mm, money. Wow. That's one of those Robin Nassimino probably said no, 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 yes, yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. Great move. Slappy. Man, this business starting to pick up here. <laughs> Looked over here, bouncing around. <laughs> God, he takes it right at him. Great port shot there. That yeah, was. Great TV camera work. I mean, that zone is just packed in there, man. Look at it. Four guys in paint. You couldn't drive a bicycle in there. No. Great rebound. Is there a championship without Pickney? No. Absolutely not? No. Nothing against the McLean boys or anybody else. Well, Without Pickney, there's no championship. Well, I don't know. I think you're on to something. Well, I think you're on to something. Him and Gary McLean, well, I mean, it was just the whole cast of them. I mean, as a plane as a unit. <laughs> unit. <laughs> yeah. 
wieners buttholes. The game is really slowed down. We're getting into some interesting basketball now. What patience. Money. Go be, ahead. be honest with you, I mean, Ed Pinkney's very poor, but I think Gary McLean, the Ooh. way he handles his Georgetown pressure is just, he beat it by himself. I Turn, here, here comes. Is, is it going to be money? I think it's money. Money. Three-point lead? Three-point lead. Villanova, 49-46. Less than 10 minutes to go. And that zone is packed tight. Great shot. Okay, it's concentrating on you in here so much it left Martin open there. I mean, look at McLean. Who's that on? Wingate, huh. not Ewing. Great camera work. Look that could have went. That could have went on Ewing very easily, dude. Nice move by Ed Pinkney. Slithery smooth. Wingate's got three now. Yeah. Man, you, did you sweating. see Thompson wiping the sweat? He is fucking sweating bullets. Pickney, 10, 10 points, six boards here on the line. Does the big man make it? I ain't one or two. Money. Money on the first. Let's listen in here. Three or four from the line. Does he, does he make this last one? Is this money? Money or brick? Money. money, damn. Yeah, he's worried. 51-48, Nova, 6-41 to go. Yeah, it was a walk. Well. Now, this is where we're going to start to see the last six minutes of the game. This is where... It's net tech time, folks. This is where Georgetown's going to start to make a push. Look at the shooting percentage. 88% so far in the second half. <laughs> That's 14 points. 53-48. Five minutes, 43 seconds remaining. So Georgetown called a timeout. Yes. And Roy Mussolino just got a text. Yes, <laughs> that, that was ESPN giving me uh, UFC updates. So here we go. Five fifty-six left to go in the second half. Villanova is up fifty-three forty-eight. Not huggers. Yeah, they don't look very comfortable at all. Georgetown time of possession four fifty to Villanova's nine twenty-five. Wow. Interesting. Uh, executing a game plan. I'll tell you what, folks. God, look at those 1985 hair and cheerleaders. 
<sighs> I like it. John Thompson does not look happy. No. John, he's being out coached, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Billy, we know. All right, here we go. Yeah. Five-point game. That zone is still packed in there. Yeah. Buckets. Well, they'll give them that shot all day, you know. That would be a three-point ball in today's yes. league. Who's got the ball? Martin? No. Nope. Can't see. Gary McClain. Gary McClain? Turnover City. Oh, Raleigh said no. Yep. 53 to 50. As we listen in here. I think they missed. I think they blew that call at the end of the half there. That should have been flagrant. Yeah, yeah. He smacked him right yeah, in his mouth, Intentionally. Bro. You know, how much that field going over at the end of the half? Guy smacks me in the mouth right at the end as we're walking off the court. That's gonna make me. Yeah, I mean, guns are blazing in the second half. It's a one point Philadelphia lead. 509 to play in regulation. 53 to 52. Uh oh. That's Billy Martin. That's when it touches another. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go, Hoyas. You hear that? Yeah. There's some, there's some Georgetown oh, what fans. A shot. Is that Wingate? Wingate. Better get the ball to Gary McLean again. Did you hear that? Better yep. get the ball to Gary yep. McLean again. 54-53, Georgetown. Yeah. Four minutes. Four minutes, thirty seconds to go. Uh, looks like Georgetown's packing back in now. Huh. Is is Georgetown working a little clock here? 
Is this? It's Villanova working clock. Or uh, Nova? Excuse yeah. me. The other. Uh, what? What happened there? I said Georgetown. Didn't <laughs> it? Turnover. Uh, Raleigh Massimino is about to have an aneurysm on the side there yeah. for anybody that's not watching. He's a little firecracker. Look how short he is. He's just a little guy. Yep. Three minutes. Georgetown into the Whoa. four corners. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. What I just, what I yep. just said earlier. Yep. Georgetown is now pulling a Nova. All right, Kurt, what's this mean? Well, oh, wow, 329, 328, 327, and Villanova's in no hurry. Net cutting time, net cutting time while wearing nut huggers. Look at the, look at the score. 53 to 54. We got 3:25 left to go. Georgetown with a one-point lead. Uh, Each team two timeouts remaining. The pace definitely—that's an ugly wildcat. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Here we go, man. Hero or zero time now. Look at the foul trouble. Wingate and Ewing with three apiece. Pickney and McLean so, with three apiece. Nobody really in serious foul trouble. I mean, three minutes remaining. Somebody's going to get a fourth. Well, yeah. Has done another splendid job of bench coaching here tonight in this championship game. Coming in as a heavy underdog. A heavy underdog. Eight points. Underdog ain't that big, is it? I don't think so. Hey, you got to remember there wasn't a three-point shot back then, too. Where's Pickney at? He's roaming the middle there. There he is. Great pace. Well, money. Wow. There he is. Well, Vincent. Fifty-five, fifty-four, Nova. Being behind is lost it. My phone. That is four on Four on that's going to set things up to be really interesting here towards the end of the half. Yep. That was a terrible, terrible mistake by Wingate there. There's no place to go. Hey, Pinkney's got ice water in his veins, Billy. 
He's missed. He's hit every free throw but one. He's one. only had one miss. I think he goes one at two here. I'm not sure. 72% on a tonight. On a season, wasn't it? Yeah. Hard to turn it. See what he does here. This one's money. He eyes it. He flies it. Money. Ed Pinkney's got 15 points. Boy, John Thompson is sweating, sweating like it. a hog. Yeah, he is. Sweating like a whore in church. Yeah. Money. Money. Wow. Wow. 57-54 Nova. We got two minutes to go. Every possession is very critical here. Georgetown's wasting way too much time here. Well, I mean, they're not getting what they want. Great defense. Yeah. Jensen with a hell of a rebound. Can you smell it? I can. Upset City. Oh, big time upset. Minute. Great Look at that, move. four corners. Raleigh Massimino. What do you do? Georgetown's got to be so frustrated here. Yep. Bonus. Let's listen in. That's not just our audio, folks. That's how loud it is right. in Rupp Arena. Right. That Place is wrong. April 1st, 85. Money. John Thompson's not even on his feet. He's beat. Oh, I say that now he gets his <laughs> ass up off the bench. Harold Jensen. Money. Money. Wow, they're free throw shooting. Click. Good word, my man. Click. You heard it right there, folks. One of the greatest upsets. Ooh. Big shot. Timeout. They did that. Set up a press here. So, yeah, so I was going to ask you. Thompson immediately calls that timeout. What's going on on that sideline? Well, they're setting up a play defensively. I, I guess they come out in the press here. 59-56. Nova leads. we got a minute and 15 to go. you got to think, if Villanova gets it, once they get it across half court, they're going to go to that four corner again. Look at, look at, the, look at the screen grab. Who yep. to foul on yep. Villanova? Yep. The guy that sometimes swishes and sometimes throws air balls. As for Georgetown. Who to foul there? Well, why would you be fouling if you're Villanova right now? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, if I'm Raleigh Massimino, I'm saying don't foul. Don't foul. This is the last college game for Patrick Ewing at Georgetown. The end of an era. Three times in four years. What a rivalry. Yes. We've done Magic versus Bird. Maybe we need to do this one. Yeah, did you see that? No, I did not. We're going to get a replay here, I'm sure. Yeah, it's pretty. 
try to draw the charge. We'll see it right here. Now watch, now watch pull it. him on. We'll look, next. Pull look. him to the ground. It should have been a foul on Broadnax. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hello. Really a dirty play. Just a that is a dirty play. play. <laughs> play hard. That's a dirty play. <laughs> That was some horseshit. Oh, he's pissed. He's hurt and he's pissed. They got deep in the nuts. <laughs> On purpose. They ain't wearing cups, son. They ain't wearing cups. Money. <laughs> Money. He took off before that ball ever went to his head. Hi, baby. No, you can't come through here. Missed it. You gotta go party? Probably gotta party. Let's pause this. We'll see if we'll see if we gotta take a look out. Yeah. We'll be right back. All right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta take a look out. So if you're paused, you're at a minute sixteen, nineteen. Uh, the and screen grab should be a pissed off Patrick Ewing. And the Hoys are in trouble. And here we go. It's been a good episode. Our first watch along, our first college basketball. I really wish I could be. Iconic. What's going through John Thompson's mind? No repeat. Still a lot of game left, though. Over a minute to play, and it's only... But these guys are clutch. Who's that funky shot again? You love that, don't you? <laughs> Missed it. You ain't got a damn quick rebound. Wow. 52 Harold seconds. Jensen with the big steal. Raleigh's son? Played on that team. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a bench warmer. But... Disappointment as a freshman for Coach Massimino. Even earlier this year, he wasn't certain how much play he'd get. Doug Jensen. Yeah. In the NCAA tournament, he has suddenly become a pretty boy. Missed it. That's his first miss, and it was a big one. 61-56, but the Hoyas will have to hurry. Reggie Williams is back. Ewing lands it in. Got a feeling about to see a lot of fouls going. Yeah. Big misses on that free throw line. That's two straight one and ones. Georgetown's last timeout. Raleigh Those are nails on the coffin if you can put them in there. Good boy, 
luck. You good boy. So that boy. timeout call by Brodnax is costly. Session arrow still pointing towards Villanova if there's a jump ball. A man who has to be absolutely overjoyed. Yeah, you look like a dude with glasses on. Drew Carey. Do I? A little bit, yo. You know who you look like? Doug. Hacksaw Jim Doug. Doug. Oh. oh. <laughs> it's a little bit like Drew Carey. Do you know? A little bit. These are 1980s glasses. They're yeah. making a comeback. Who's lying is it anyway? What do I look like with no earrings in and hair on my head? Looks fucking weird, don't it? Oh, you got the Drew. You got the and Drew. I got the baby face look going. Yeah. I'm having a midwife crisis at 35. Never went through that. Or have it yet. It's been a long time out. I was too high to go through a midlife crisis. <laughs> Alright, here we go. 61. 58. 41 seconds. There's going to be a lot of fouls going. I, I don't like this part of the game. Where it's constant fouls? Yeah. Oh, it breaks the flow of the game up. Oh, it does. Which is a good strategy, I guess, if you're behind. But. I mean, after 10 fouls, two shots, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we're still in a one-on-one. How did you shoot a ball like that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's literally <clears throat> behind his head. Come on. Down he makes this one, then they need that third possession. Not and a lot of time for three possessions. And if he makes it, they could start the theme from Rocky in Philadelphia. <laughs> God, that's such a weird release. Yep, money. 63-58. Great defense for Jensen there. Jensen almost got the ball, but even better yet, he went and knocked it out of bounds so Georgetown couldn't keep it going. Got to waste some time now just to go ahead and get her in. Jensen. Wingate oh, Wingate with the steal. Great drive in the lane there. Cut through there like a knife. Yeah, he did. Through butter. What's the time on the clock? Nineteen seconds. I can't really see it. Nineteen seconds, right? Yeah. 
It's a weird dribble too. Yeah, dude. Money, Money, son of a bitch, man. In C State, reference to uh, Jimmy V. Yeah, that's great upset there too. Wow. Here we go. Don't here we foul. go. That's too easy though. Delay game. If they're smart. That they can hold the ball out of bounds after the next two scores by Georgetown if they get down there, and there's no way Georgetown can stop the clock. Out of timeout. They just have to get it in bounds. There's a hole. Yep. Two shots. Ron with the intentional foul, and it is picked up that time. It was not earlier. I mean, the game's really getting marred down right here. The flow has slowly. And the man that they fouled intentionally, and it's about the only thing Georgetown can do, because as I pointed out, with 10 seconds on the clock, Villanova can just let the ball hang out of bounds the next two times they touch it. This game will be over. Who's on the line here? Now he takes that timeout. Presley will be on the foul line. Presley. Elvis. Ha <laughs> So we're 65. 62. 62. The Lone Ranger. What do you think Patrick Ewing's thinking? No repeat. Think so? Yeah. Things are looking pretty bleak right now. I mean, how much time left? Less than 10 seconds. And it's a three-possession game, and Villanova's on the line. Yeah, two-possession game. Villanova doing the Lone Ranger. <laughs> so Presley's going to be on the line yeah. here. I do like the college so, band. Presley go two for two, one for two, zero oh for two. Can't remember exactly. I def I think he definitely exactly won. Foul. Yeah. No, no. Ten seconds on the clock. Presley. Presley's got to hit one of these. Let's let's listen in for the last ten seconds here. Let's crank the volume. They're trying everything, they do. That's too many technicals. Don't chase the ball down when he 
Two seconds left. Has moved to the brink of capturing this championship by blazing away at 79% from the floor. Holy shit. An NCAA tournament record. There will be no dynasty. Nope. Not even an act of God is going to save you here. Nope. Now, the key thing here for you got to get the ball inbound. One, they must get the ball inbounds within five seconds. That means it must touch a player from either team. McLean's going to hold the ball. I think they've got to throw the ball up at least towards the half court I, area. Yeah, I throw it up to half court area. Ball in under their own basket. Because with two seconds to go, Georgetown can get a piece of it and put it back up. Let's see if Raleigh Massimino tries to get the ball up court. And in a jump ball situation, the ball would go to Villanova. Ball game. Yeah. Upset City. Great game. Oh, I think it was an excellent game. So, of course... Uh, Makes you appreciate the three-point line, the shot clock. I mean, it was a lot different game back then. That would give them a 66-64 game. Uh, the top scorer in this game was McLean with 17 no. points. Just behind him was Pickney, uh, who had 16 points. Jensen had a perfect night, 5 for 5 with 14 points. Uh, I said before we started, I said, remember that name. <laughs> Georgetown's leading scorer was Wingate, 17 points. Ewing had 14. Uh, but Ewing was outscored and out-rebounded by Pickney. Pickney, yes. So... Uh, Wow, let's see what else we got here. Great job. Uh, Massimino was a great strategy. Hoyas had 19 fewer attempts at the line. Well, did he give it possession? Wildcats committed 12 fouls in the game. Let's see if we can find possession. I mean, it was like lopsided there for a while. I don't have it. Uh, a rule change in basketball left teams unable to replicate the ball control strategy uh, a shot clock was instituted for the 85-86 season yep so I think uh, three point line was 80 was it next year too mm-hmm 85-86 mm-hmm well there you go and the game would be changed forever so fun fun yeah uh I don't know if I have a I don't know if I have a word association. I guess I can think of a couple on the fly. I didn't make any notes for this episode. Right. Ed Pickney. <laughs> uh, dominated. McLean. Which one? Both of them. Uh, well, let's say steady. Steady. Yeah. Poise. Poise was po- poise is a good one. Uh, yeah. Patrick Ewing. Uh, no repeat. Reggie Williams? Uh, it's a good foul. Dirty. 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 Uh, David Wingate. Slashing smoothness. I like that. John Thompson? Uh, disappointed, I'm sure. I mean, about have to be. I mean, I think they, they, they took Villanova kind of lightly, I think. 
Okay, okay fine. Here we go. Uh, Gary McLean. <laughs> Rock solid. Dwayne McLean. Clutch. Clutch. Harold Presley. Underrated. Harold Jensen. Oh, uh, who? <laughs> Raleigh Massimino. A great game plan. Uh, you know, and maybe he said that on purpose. What he said. Maybe. Uh, you know, uh, maybe fire the two troops up a little bit. Rally. Uh, ball control. Ball control? Yeah. Uh, the key to victory. No shot clock. I like it. No three point. I like it. Not huggers. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like. <laughs> uh, just speaking from wearing, uh, we used to wear nut huggers at Bar Easy, and like, uh, it's just not comfortable. It about made me quit basketball one time. You get that band about split your boys in two. Yeah. Yeah, not very boys friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, what do you think about this? We just we did a watch along, first ever watch along we've done. Yeah, well, I mean, we got to try new things, you know. I think it was fun. It was fun, yeah. It'd be interesting to see how it comes out uh, right. when it's mixed. I down. mean, we was up near how we was wanting to do a, a college. Yeah, we was, well, and, we've and not we done bounced, a college yeah, basketball episode bounced, at all. We bounced several ideas off each other, and I thought, well, we both kind of had the same uh, plan here: watch along. Let's do a watch along, and then we're like, well, let's do eighty-five. Yeah. So. That was successful. Yes. I think we'll do another one. Yes. And maybe we'll go at a little, you know, latest era. Maybe More a, modern. More modern, yeah. I'm sorry, folks. I'm nostalgic. I mean, it's two years before I was born. It don't matter. It was a good game. I mean, I mean, these are kind of iconic games. So, like, Hattie O'Girl, what do we want to talk about next time? 85 World Series, 85 NCAA. Oh, God, we just need to do like a we have do not, like an eighty-five soccer. We're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> we don't oh, talk soccer. The uh, watch the whole game for one goal. Man. What, what, what are we with Joe? But ninety minutes to watch nobody score a fucking thing. thing yes, and at the time it just don't make sense. Neither we add time to the end of twenty minutes, and we count the clock. Don't run twenty to zero. It runs zero to twenty. And then we'll add time for estimated out of bounds. I don't know. I don't get it. It's about like a tie in football. Yeah. It's the dumbest. I mean, hockey fixed that. NFL's got to fix it. You should not tie in the NFL. No. No, yeah. no. There's got to be a winner. There's got to be a fucking loser, all right? <laughs> so, Puss, what are we going to talk about next time? Well, Hattie. Uh, you, you tell me what and... What kind of sport? Uh, I mean, you I really do don't or, know. Let or, me think about it once. Are you want to? You want to do sports? Well, we'll I mean, uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. Let we'll me see. let we'll, me bounce that around a little we'll bit. Figure something out. I mean, you said something interesting earlier about what's that? Uh, a band. We have been talking about doing a music episode since one after one well, yeah. of the first few episodes we ever did. Yeah, we had a kissology. We we had a we had a kissery. Kissery. That's what Kistery. it was. Kissery. I'd be uh, down to do something like that. History. Uh, what you said something er- earlier about Kiss. What did you say? This is when you were talking about the band lineup and the members. What did oh, you say? Ace Frehley, Peter Chris. Yep. Pretty cool. And fuck the rest. And Gene Simmons is a dick, and Paul Stanley is a pretty boy dick. 
Did you wait? Did you say Paul Stanley had a pretty dick? No, that's he's a pretty boy. That's pretty boy heard. dick. <laughs> sorry. I mean, they were assholes. I'm sorry, but still are. Gene Simmons is an, uh, and I like Kiss, but Gene Simmons is an arrogant, egotistical fucking prick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Paul Stanley, he seems like he cares about the legacy and the history of the band, but, but when he can sometimes it, be a little much. But when it comes down to it, him and Gene are thicker than but thieves. they shit all over Peter Chris and they shit all over Ace, Ace Freely. Freely. I know I know Ace was a drunk and a drug user, but uh, this was the 70s and the 80s. Every one of them boys was drunks and yeah. drug users. Uh, they fired Ace the first time. And it wasn't the same after. After the, the, the interview, the late night interview, yeah. the infamous yeah. interview everybody knows, which, yeah. as Kurt pointed out, we were talking about this off air earlier tonight. Uh, that wasn't the first interview Ace no. done like that. No. But that one was mainstream, primetime television. 20 million people saw it. He was drunk off his ass. He was high off his ass. And, and he made, a fool, made was, a fool of the band, and they fired him. Yeah. He made a fool, basically. Gene Simmons. Yeah. And uh, if uh, I cannot remember what late night talk show it was, but like I said, it was a national interview. 20, 30 million fucking people seen this yeah. in the eighties. Yeah, and they <clears throat> fired him over, and you can clearly see uh, the disdain, the and the horror in the faces of Paul Stanley and yeah. Gene Simmons as they're like, "Oh my God, a shut the fuck yeah. up." Yeah. Oh, it was uh, funny myself. I mean, he, he and you could tell Ace was just he was being Ace. he might have been stone drunk high. As, Higher than draft pussy, but you ever seen the pussy on a draft? I mean, it's pretty it's high. high. It's pretty high up there, so pretty high. Uh, he but he was having the time of his life. Yeah. He was just having a good yeah. time. He wasn't trying to embarrass anybody. He was just being him. And I mean, I, uh, Ace Kiss is not Kiss without Ace Fraley. I don't think. What interests me was uh, when they came back together in the nineties. Right, they didn't unplugged, and 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 then they decided, well, hey, let's get the original lineup back together. Wasn't that one? Wasn't that the time of Psycho Circus? I think so. And yeah. so they do them all. They, they bring them all back together, and then we find out later on that Gene and Paul pull the fucking rug out from underneath uh, Ace yeah. and Peter again. They Peter gets let go. Yeah. They keep Ace, but then Ace falls back into his old habits, so they pull him out again, and then they put a uh, Tommy. Uh, uh, what was Tommy's name? I can't remember. Tommy, uh, was it what Bruce Krulik? Or maybe it was Bruce. Hang on. Are we are we really talking about Kiss now? Yeah. Now you got me going. Uh, we better save it for another day, though. <laughs> well, hang on. You fucking got me going. <laughs> My show, your show, our show. Now you got me going. I think Bruce Krulik. It was Bruce, not yeah. Tommy. Why the fuck did I say? Oh, because we watched uh, White Boys on Dope. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck was that? What was that song? Molly Crew. Yeah, what white was it? Punks on dope. White punks on dope. I said white boys on dope. <laughs> Is that racist? <laughs> Wait, we're white. That's not racist. No. White boys on dope. Yeah, it was Bruce. <laughs> what the fuck? White boys on dope. White punks on dope. I said white boys on dope. Let's see. Now, see, now you got me going. So now I gotta. Now I gotta look at this. So yeah, it was the MTV Unplugged. They came back. Uh, Ace come on and did unplug. He he was with them. Man. They reunited group in September of '98. Issued Psycho Circus. 
it was the first album with the original lineup since the Dynasty album. Yes. Which been 2000 man would have been on that. Uh, so let's see. Uh, Kurt knows this. Uh, I'm a big Kiss fan. Uh, I have a separate playlist on just entitled Kiss. I have every single thing they've released that I can put on my Spotify in this lineup and this Kiss thing. Um, I was trying to see where they uh, they fired him again. Maybe we'll save that for now. Damn it! Now I want to do a Kiss story. <laughs> well, we could do that. Our next stop would. I wonder if people out there would love to hear us talk about Kiss. Maybe. I love Kiss. I do too. The old Kiss. Best song they ever did. We were talking about Kiss Me. I think, I think shocked me. I don't know. I, of course, I, I gravitate toward anything Ace done. Shout it, shout it, shout it. Uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. I'm sad to say this. Yeah? My favorite Kiss song. Beth. Unfortunately, is not with the original Kiss, though. See, really? And I hate that, but it's because of the beat. Can I play it? I'm gonna play it real yeah, fast. Sure. We'll tell everybody what this is, what what this is for here. Shout it, shout it, shout it. Now I'm thinking about that song. My favorite Kiss song is not even I want from. Loud. Is that it? Yes. Stand up. You don't have to be afraid. We do not own this content, by the way. This is from the Creatures of the Night album. There's, I believe that's Eric Carr right there. Yep. Which would have been the Fox. I think it was the Fox. Yeah. I just like the beat of it. Hey, you know I was talking about that Kiss playlist I made? I want to see here. Kiss. Kurt's over here just headbanging right now. I have 24 hours and 25 minutes worth of Kiss music. <laughs> Yes. Oh, maybe a kissology would be, or history would be. History. Would be or kissology. Cool. Like Calling Dr. Love's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Christine 16. Christine 16. I think probably, that's, unfortunately, that's my favorite kiss song, even though it's not the original I, lineup I, wise. I, I gravitate toward the old stuff, but that's right just because I'm an old part. Original lineup wise, uh, you can't top this one. Oh yeah, love gun. Love gun. That's gonna be a future Steel Toes and Scoreboard show open one day. <laughs> I really love you, baby. I really love you, baby. You remember Plaster Caster? Oh yeah. Dan, 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 Dan. Keep you rocking. They've got the. I've got the demo. For love gun right here which sounds vastly different. different you hear how the licks yeah. are just a little different 
I like the demo version. I like finding demos of songs because you can see the difference between yes. them. Let's get together. Let's get together. We can. Get hot. Get hot. Yep. Love gun. What are we talking about? You pull the trigger of my love gun. Well, it's like I told my dad the other day. I said, you know, I said, I think country music lied to us. He said, why? I said, I don't think fishing in the dark's really about fishing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he's getting jiggy with something. I mean. I bet. I bet. <laughs> Well, I had fun. Oh yeah. I had fun tonight. Uh now what are we gonna do? Uh end record? Probably. Oh Puss is looking at the clock. Yeah. He's an old man. I am an old man. We don't get these two AM bonus episodes anymore. Uh, <laughs> unless uh, he's well rested during yeah, the day. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gotta have a nap through the day for something like that. <laughs> We was talking about that earlier night before we started rolling tape. I said, that's probably the most fun I've ever had. I said, we did the Tiger Woods episode that night and had a good blast. Which, by the way, that was our fourth episode. That was June of two years ago. Well, then after that, it was a free-for-all. And then <laughs> we got done recording about 1, one o'clock in the morning. And Kurt's like, I'm fucking hungry. So he fired <laughs> up the air fryer. We had chicken nuggets and onion rings. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And then we start, I started playing Spotify, and then I said, you're going to get me amped up, and then I hit record. <laughs> and we recorded from 2 a.m. to like 4, 4.30 in the morning of a bonus episode. That was the first time I heard the dog man story. The dog man. Dog man. He's out there. Fuck it. I'm sleeping with you tonight. Roll over. <laughs> Fuck. Telling you guys, there's a five-minute drive back to the highway where every time I leave here, I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. This is the night I just vanish into thin air. It is. It's kind of like the Woolly Swamp. Oh, uh, man. The legend of the Woolly, woolly swamp. swamp. It ain't nothing like that. Man. If you ever go back in the Woolly Swamp, well, you better not go wet night. Damn, damn. 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 All right, Hattie, old girl. You got anything else? Uh, peace, love, and Nugent. Peace, love, and Nugent, yeah. I think we're going to do a history Maybe, possibly, yeah. I'm going to let Puss decide where we can do sports or we can do a history. He'll figure something out. He'll let me know. We'll try to get together. Uh, and and Thursday, maybe. Thursday, we'll do a mini. I think Kurt wants to do a mini. There's a lot of Kearney beans. Yeah, we got a report on some. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. To huh. the Jets. That's the end of his career. <laughs> yeah. The New York Jets yeah. do New York Jets things. Thanks. That's why they yeah. are terrible. He'll get, he'll get killed. Yeah. Yeah, he'll have no protection. <laughs> he won't have nobody to throw to. No. That's yeah, it, Matt. His career will be over. It's oh, over. There he is. It's, it's over. Where the fuck you been? Uh, cross the road. Uh-huh. 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 So. Yeah. I just want a little photo call. <laughs> <laughs> Steel Toes and Scoreboards bonus content. Adam Sweet said it was house slippers. <laughs> yeah, and scoreboards. That motherfucker. Alright, so for Kurt Kelly, I'm the fat man. I'm the fat man. I'm the other fat man. You, 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 do, you are getting a bit of a pouch on you there. Well, I heard Charlie Blessinger's been feeding you pretty good lunch. Yeah, for sure, man. Yep. What, what's he bringing you? Uh, he brought me a burger one time. He brought some uh, ham and beans another time. What fat man does not love ham, ham and beans and cornbread? Ham and beans were 
killer. You know what my dad's gonna make this week? I'm gonna go down and have supper with him. Macaroni and tomato. That's pretty good stuff. I love macaroni and tomato. That's not bad. No. Throw a little burger in there too. Oh man. You sure you don't want some of that head cheese? I'm pretty sure. Pork jowls, pork liver, pork kidneys, pork heart, pork skins, the snout, the ears. Yummy. <laughs> Think where that snout's been. <laughs> It's all ground up. I sent it down the ground I mean, myself. They're their own poop, dude. <laughs> See? Oh, man. Hey, they had it on sale this it week at work. The name doesn't match what it is at all, but uh, you guys they had it on sale at work this week. I bought. It was buy two get one free. You have all the head cheese you got. I brought one for my dad. He said, "Go fuck yourself. I ain't eating that." Me neither. Doll, I'll bring us some over. I mean, I, I've had it before for sure. Uh, now they, I was weirded out by it, but uh, <laughs> I ate. I ate it before they put the blood in it to make the blood sausage, and I didn't touch that. Pig wiener. <laughs> That's what my dad said. He goes, "You're eating the wiener in the cum tube." <laughs> did I just say? Did I just say cum tube? <laughs> Fuck it, man. Fuck it. <laughs> Yuck. This is bonus content at the end of this episode. They don't even get to hear this. Ew. You ever seen pig do it? It's well, like my a mom, spiral. My mom, yeah. They, they, don't, they don't stop to do it. I know that. They just roll around in it. And <laughs> do it no matter what you're doing, you know. They got a weird looking penis, too. I will say. <laughs> what the fuck? We talking about penis? Pig well, penis. I mean, it looked kind of weird. It looked like a fuck corkscrew thingy. What the I don't know. Fuck we'll leave human bones, too. What? Yeah, so he, yeah. Oh yeah, they will. That's why the perfect place to dump the body is a hog farm, man. Yeah. Why do you think whenever I start out on my first serial killing spree, I'm going to dump all the bodies at a hog farm? Uh, I didn't say that. Deputy. Yeah. <laughs> he said it one time in an episode of this stupid podcast. I know. I knocked a, a nest of baby birds into a bunch of hogs one time. How, what happened? And I was horrified. <laughs> Why were you horrified? They were fighting each other over these birds, and they were eating them raw. The baby birds? Yes. They just oh, they, ate them? They could have had bird flu or anything, and the pigs still would have fucking ate it. I yes. They don't give a fuck. They ate it all. I mean, we're literally birds. fighting. I mean, just what little bit I've been around hogs. They're weird. <laughs> birds got a lot I mean, of if the guy get, And they, they can sense blood, too, just they, like sharks. Guy, if a guy get down in one of them pens... Yeah. And couldn't move out, it'd be a bad day. Because they're naturally curious anyway. I mean, I don't know if you ever worked in a hog building or not. Uh, no, my, my mom's family is hog farmers. Uh, so I, I've been around the hog houses. Yeah, I know. Uh, Did you milk them? What? Did you ever milk them? No, what oh, the fuck? You know, you know how you make dragon milk, don't you? Dragon milk? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and almond milk. You cut a, leg, a cow's legs off. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, wait. I got a two, I got two for that one. First, that's good. That's an applause. And secondly, I actually pretty got three for the pretty corny. Yeah. Unfortunately for the cow. <laughs> Dragon milk. Hey, this is great bonus content right here. Let's fucking. We were getting ready to sign off, and then here comes fucking Doyle, and it's like, all right, bonus content. Well, he can say it on my say it on my behalf. <laughs> Puss, Puss is like, I'm out. I'm getting sleepy. Yeah, so we're gonna wrap this up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix this down. And the old man just can't run. The old man can't run anymore. So, 
All right, so for Kurt Kelly, for fucking Doyle. What the fuck? Pig Peters. I'm Pig Peters and the cum tubes. Peace out. Peace well, out.